All right. Here we go on the five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to everything you need to know about music in three songs, where we are going to teach you everything you need to know about music in three songs, and you get to hear about it from the perspective of a 20-something-year-old. That's you. That is me, and a 40-something-year-old. And that is me, and a special guest tonight, a literal 20-year-old. <laughs> 20-year-old Jack. How are we doing, Jack? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. So you're going to go tonight, and who have you decided to do for us tonight? I, fair, I figured it's only fair to discuss Leonard Skinner after a night of bass fishing. <laughs> okay. Wow. There was a gator involved, too. There was a gator yeah. involved. You were, you were aggressive with the gator. Why, why Leonard Skinner? For, as a 20-year-old. Wait, wait, time out. Before he answers, I just want everyone to know who doesn't know Jack that until about two weeks ago, he had a mullet down to his shoulders. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shaved on the sides, down to his shoulders. It was Sorry, now Mom, you can answer. Wow, Mom let you have that, huh? I okay. kind of forgot about that. Tell, all right, so tell me, tell me why, Leonard Skinner, why tonight you want to do that for me, and where did it come from? Passing around pictures. <laughs> Let me see it. <laughs> because this Sorry, is not a video right, podcast, I'll yeah. just have to narrate. It is it is long. That is luscious. Is all right, no, text. All right, all right. Why? So why Leonard Skinner? Well, I I mean, when I heard that it wasn't taken, like some y'all hadn't already done it. No, no I one's was done like, it. Like, well, I might as well. I mean, it's one of my favorite bands. I've listened to them probably one of the longest out of any bands. Really, you listen yeah. to them pretty much nonstop. Yeah, they really? were, yeah. Oh, well, I have a playlist that's them, Marshall Tucker, and Molly Hatchet. Oh, that's that's all. And I wow. listen to and that on my a little bit to work of, every day. There's a little bit of Outlaws in there, a little bit. Of, there's some random stuff sprinkled around, but mainly it's those three bands, and it's. Wow. I think it's a solid playlist. You Where did everything. the love for Skinner come from? <laughs> no, there's got to be so. I mean, there well, has to be. Pops kind of introduced us well, to yeah. it a little bit. I mean, Jack's my brother. If anyone didn't know okay. that, so that helps. Yeah, our parents are always playing. I mean, Southern rock, classic rock country everything okay so i guess there's just something i heard and i was like oh that sounds pretty good and, and it just, just you just attached to, to it yeah do you i feel like skinnered more than um a lot of other southern rock bands because i have to put them in that category would you be okay with that if i put them in that category i mean you can but we'll talk about this in a little bit but all right it, they are definitely more of a blues rock band than, blues rock than any or just blues than any of the other southern rock bands oh i'm going to press you on that i okay. would like to hear your okay. interpretation of that but wait okay what i was going to say is as a southern rock band they have a particular vibe that's i think unique to them specifically it's very pro southern in my opinion yeah yeah yeah. Right? It's it is in your face. Here's where we're from and we're singing about it. Yeah. They're Florida I mean, boys like us. Yeah. They went to yeah. Robert E. Lee High School in Jacksonville, Florida. So really? That might have something okay. to do with this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mean, yeah, like sure. No, I don't mean you know. it. Yeah, I just think and they're proud of it. And it's it's really comes through in their music. I think it's really cool. It does. And I mean also for, for most example, of their influences were were black though, so there's kind of a thing. So I actually read some articles on this about how they have mixed signals because at parts it's like gun toting rednecks, yeah. and then at parts, I mean, their song Saturday Night Special is basically an anti-gun song, oh, well, wow. anti-handgun, anyways. Right. But so they have this kind of contradictory thing of like rebel flags, but also all of their idols, like Sunhouse and like a lot of these blues guys, are all black. Yeah, interesting. And like all their idols are black. Well, and you know, we're at a 
a time where this is kind of tough to talk about, but like back in the seventies when they were really prevalent, like I think that that uh, Southern flag wasn't necessarily as big of a uh, yeah that too yeah a, a divisive right. symbol as maybe it is seen as now. So that's I, fair. you know that's I don't fair. think that they probably waved it around in that way. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. how do you want to take me down this path of yours for for Leonard well, Skinner? I mean. I think there's two things. You mentioned the vibe, mm-hmm. which I'm going to go with that okay. also. But right. also, context, because our last episode right. was uh, Jimi Hendrix. And this is kind of, I mean, the next decade. It's kind of the next era of music. And it's kind of weird to think about that's where it came from. Right. Because it's not really the derivative of the music. But, like, yeah, that's kind of the 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 era before it. Yeah, that's So fair. it's weird to think about how different this was. And oh, for sure. How everyone was kind of either... Like, you had the old country singers, and then you had, like, kind of the new up-and-coming, like, Janis Joplin and all those people. So this was kind of weird because it was a little bit different than that. Okay. But, um, yeah, I'd probably just start by talking about their background. I mean, they just – they were a high school band at Robert Lee High School or whatever in, in Jacksonville. Okay. And they uh, they started a band called My Backyard. And really? I didn't school. know that. Yeah. And then eventually it changed to another, I think it changed to another name, but then eventually it went, ended up at its final name, Leonard Skinner, which actually was a kind of a mockery of their oh. PE coach. I thought it was the janitor. Was it the PE coach? His PE coach. You're probably okay. Right. Okay. Was, you know more than I do. It was the PE coach. His name was Leonard Skinner. Oh, like come spelled, on. Spelled normal. Spelled normal, like Leonard. Right, normal. right. Skinner, like with two ends. Or yeah, right. So then they go and spell it all weird, Leonard Skinner. And then, uh, that's where that's the, the name comes from. Is. Yeah. Never knew that. Yeah. And it, the, the reason why. You knew why, this, Cam? Yeah. Uh, I also listen I to, think the, I told uh, them. the Leonard I think I Hatchet told them. Tucker Band playlist every morning on the way to work. So I, You know, if you press me on where the name came from, I would, I would have no idea. Yeah. It's kind of a weird really one, cool. and the funny thing is, is because it's like that's such like a high school slash post high school thing to do. Sure. Like he was always getting on him for having long hair, because like same oh, thing yeah, with the context. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. They were the, the, he, the coach was always ripping him for having yeah. long hair, and, with and the they context, were like, "Oh yeah, watch this." <laughs> you're, we're talking about Jimi Hendrix, and like you're going on that hippie yeah. era thing. They yeah. were kind of in like the rebel, like we're gonna have long hair, we're gonna do our one. Oh, that's so great. that was kind of like the that's, that's cool. That's, funny. that's cool. But then. Uh, Yes, I, I guess I kind of started it. They're probably troublemakers in high school, if I had to guess. They're probably. Start- I, I would say yeah, that's a fair alert. bet. That's a fair bet. That's a fair bet. <laughs> but anyways, they started uh, actually making music, and uh, they were going around a bunch of different dive bars and like even like just ranch concerts, like just playing everywhere in North Florida and like probably Georgia and stuff. But right. they, uh, they had all sorts of crazy stories. Before, I think it was, I believe it was before Ronnie Van Zant, the lead singer, was 21. They went into a bar and he starts dancing with this girl and dancing with her or whatever and chatting chatting with her and uh and this guy walks up and pulls a gun on him. Oh. And he's like, Whoa, 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 I didn't know. And this I mean he's drinking on a fake idea or whatever, right. snuck in and all of a sudden he's got this guy pointing a gun at him and he's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa and he just like, Give me three steps, I'm out of here and he Come runs on. and that's his story. It's actually a true story. No, come it's on, I love that. Story. That's great. I watched this thing, and this guy that was actually like there that night like talked about it, and he's like, yeah, he got a gun pulled on him for dancing with this girl, and then he just said, just leave me alone. I didn't even kiss her. I didn't do anything. I'm just trying to leave. No, come on. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Here's give me three steps.
now I know where the name comes from and this song. I'm already learning so much. I'm they're so just, excited. They're just punks. I love So good. It kind of follows the song a little bit too, or the story, the song, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. This is a good song. Yeah, it really. Is. But I will say, give me the three step. This part. is as a. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Damn. All right, go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. Go ahead. No, no. I'll say it after. I <laughs> know. Right, I, I forgot where the part is. It comes up. Go. Yeah, it's, it's a long ways along. But this is one of the more famous songs. But I gotta say, this is not one of my favorite. Lyrics. Absolutely Can not. I 100 percent agree. No, with that. I, it's I, definitely I'm not okay. one of my favorite songs. It That's is, why I didn't put a, it in wait, my top. Sorry, three. it's a crowd favorite though. It is a crowd favorite. They though. got plenty of Big crowd. Time. We talked about this with the Jimi Hendrix stuff. Seriously, yeah. it, the crowd favorites are there for people to kind of get. Leonard Skinner is such a great into example it. of that. It doesn't mean that they're their best songs though, right? Is that go. fair? I skip Sweet Home Alabama most of the time. Yeah, I know. See, now that you told me the story, I'll never hear the song the same way again. I'll always hear it now as a, as a story. All right, all right, go ahead. Sorry. All right. No, but so they just, I mean, crazy, random North Florida kids that were just deciding to make music. And and they talk about it in, uh, I think it's Curtis Lowe. He talks about one of their influences, Sunhouse. Sunhouse. And I actually went and listened to him. He's just old, old blues. So while they were performing uh, just around a, just a random string of dive bars and probably around the Florida Georgia line, like North Florida or whatever. Right. They played at this uh, this one event, and it was out at a ranch, and they had this venue, and the venue had, I forget what they call it, but it was basically a mixture of fishing line and chicken wire. Okay. In between the stage and the crowd, because the crowd was known to get rowdy and throw <laughs> bottles if they didn't like the band. Okay. So they're sitting there performing their show or whatever, and all of a sudden they start hearing gunshots in the place, and they're like... So they stop for a second. They're like, what the hell is going on? And uh, and the manager's like, no, 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 everything's fine. That means they like you. And apparently at this dive bar in 1970 North Florida, just Come on. that was their trend. They would just... I it, love this bar. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> want to go. That sounds safe. But sure. They, uh, yeah, that's kind of just their thing. The tradition was if they like the band, they'll shoot at you. They're really, no, not shoot at you. Oh, just shoot the ceiling. Up. Yeah, they just... Sure, sure. Just shoot in the ceiling because, you know, rain doesn't happen Holy in Florida. Holy smokes. Okay. All right. But yeah, so that's just kind of my thing. Is like those are kind of the weird, interesting things you you learn and figure out. And it, I think it's kind of shows where they come from. It's just kind of there's just these random kids that just ran around doing dumb stuff, and they eventually had enough cool dumb stories to talk about. And people <laughs> wanted to hear them shred the guitar. <laughs> the next thing you know, how they many got people crazy in hits. the band? I don't know that. I do know that it cycled a lot. The original band, because it's a big was, band. Well, you know why it cycled a lot, right? Because well, they died. No, well, they, the band stopped some, for ten years did. after they died. They went on tour. They, the plane crash was 1979, and they went on tour again in 1987. 
So whatever. But they the people that died in the plane crash were Ronnie Van Zant. Uh, Relatively Steve, important. But say who that is. Ronnie Van Zant's the lead singer right. and one of the main guitar players. And then Steve Gaines, who was the main guitar player, along with uh, I forget the guy's name, Rosignol. And no, the his other dude, sister, who did the, the Freebird solo? Who was that? There were three Steve parts of that solo. Rock. There's three even guitar parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, oh, really? In Freebird, yeah. there's three guitarists that oh, do that. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was and by you, most one Most people think it's dude, one the straight guy with dude. The A. No, it's actually three parts. Well, actually, this, honestly, this song kind of, this wasn't one of my three songs because I didn't wow, want to make. Wow, you didn't, didn't pick this song. Uh, well, no, you because, can't. because everyone, wait, what do you mean yeah. you can't? Because everyone, right, hear, hear me out. Okay. Everyone's heard it. You've heard it. Yeah, but and and. It's nine minutes long. I didn't want to no, make you guys okay. listen to the no, whole thing. No, nor should you. It's for people to do on their own. Exactly. But it's, it, I mean, it is incredible. And it's what, an it incredible is an production. Gonna, what I was going to say is it has both parts. Uh, it has all parts of the band, all parts of their vibe. It's a little bit kind of s- slow and a and little southern bit. southern and, yeah. A, a little bit bluesy, tiny yeah. bit spacey. Like yeah. a little oh, bit. Yeah, you're yeah, kind of yeah. just vibing. This song yeah. evokes and then emotion. It, and it then it goes into sure. a guitar solo that sums up the end of their career. Street Survivors, that song, that album had some bangers on it. And that's one of my, that's one of the songs I chose. Oh, sweet. I'm going to learn so, yeah, I don't know that. They, their career, is, I mean, they had, don't get me wrong, this song was on their first album. They had plenty of songs that had crazy guitar solos in the beginning. Right. But they also had a lot more blues stuff kind of beginning and middle of their career. All right, all right. But, yeah, but this song is really special. It has all yeah. parts of their, their okay. stuff to it. Okay, okay, okay. All right. We won't, we won't talk about it any more than that. But for those that don't know Skinner, need to understand Freebird is really important. They're crazy. They do all these <laughs> crazy. They're, they're basically crazy rednecks. Were drugs crazy. involved? I would assume so. If they're oh, making the answer song, is yes. The answer is absolutely. If, not I even didn't know. A question, I didn't yes. know. I meant maybe I should ask it differently. Well, I didn't def- know if they were like a druggy band. They, no. Yes. Well, uh, some of them were. I mean, that smell is about. I can't even remember which one of them getting so into drugs and having to go to rehab and oh, like. Okay. I mean, yeah, crashing right. his car and not being able to play anymore. I can't okay. remember. Okay. Okay. One of the lead guys. I assumed car, so, but high I on drugs and was became a paraplegic and could no longer play in the band. I forgot about that. And they that. used to wheel him out on stage and play the song "That Smell," and oh, no. everyone would just like have to watch this poor dude who used to be the rock star be up there and be in his wheelchair paraplegic. Yeah, it, yeah. That's I what that smells about. Yeah, yeah. We gotta put. We gotta put a great song, in. and when you hear it, if you're not thinking about it, you think it's a party song. Yeah, yeah. It too much smoke, too much coke. Yeah, you're like. I haven't heard this in a long time. Oak tree in my way. There's too much coke and too much smoke. Look what's going on. Alan Collins. And that's who I was thinking was the Freebird main guitarist. And he was the main guitarist that's all. Can't you smell that? See, I'm not gonna hear that song the same way anymore. This is from an article. This is not me reading or not me saying it off memory, but just what I'm reading. Van Zant's inspiration, Van Zant's inspiration for the song was the increasing reckless indulgence of the band's member, culminating in the event when guitarist Gary Rossington crashed his Ford Tarantino into an oak tree. Yep. Along Mandarin Road in Jacksonville, Florida, after excessive consumption of drugs and alcohol. What year is this? What is this? Early seventies. 
their first album, I believe, came out in 1971. 71, okay. And then, um, I don't know how many of the dates written down That's or right. anything. That's right. All I know is their second album came out in 74. Okay. But regardless, it's it's wild that these guys were crazy, but also they're, a lot of their songs were bluesy, and they were... they. I yeah. mean, if there's one way I could sum it up, if I just had magical retrospection, <laughs> time traveling, and I wouldn't have hung out with them for a day, I bet you what would happen is they'd party... Like you like almost right. like the Motley Crew, right? And the next day, wake up and either go fish the morning top water bite, <laughs> or go shoot a deer. <laughs> and I, that's I, pretty I, wild. Th- that's and that is something that's new because I don't. I I mean, I can't think of anybody else that was doing that before then. Just being absolute animals, but also at the same time, being I went a to Oklahoma singer. State. Okay, yeah, not in nineteen seventy four. No, that's true. All right, there you go. All right. <laughs> that's fair. But they, but I think that was part of their pioneering is this whole new like. That was, I think they were kind of new on that attitude of like, for sure, they're the band that like, personified like that the southern. South, the South isn't just Conway Twitty. Right. They yes. are yes. the southern that's what they rock did. band. They are, they are the, the southern, southern rock band. band. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Everyone thinks of them as a rock band because they hear maybe they're Freebird or maybe they. And by the way, I whatever, agree with you. Yeah, I agree of, with you. I just want to hear your interpretation of this. My interpretation doesn't come from necessarily like a musical thing. Like I play bass, but I'm not like in the technicalities like you are. Okay. okay. Like I don't know all that. But I do, you, you can hear a song and you naturally can place a genre. That's fair. And yeah, a lot I of their agree. stuff, and I know some of their stuff is 100% not a rock song. Yes, and I you, agree with and, you. But then a lot of their stuff, but then you look at some of their stuff, which was That Smell, which we just played, which was going to be one of my songs, is 100% a rock song. Yes. So they have both. They definitely do. And that's, and, and that's what I love about Freebird. I didn't, like I said, I didn't choose it as one of my songs, but that's what I love about Freebird is it has both. It starts out as a blues song, and by the time it's over, you've experienced a whole other genre. You're and right. it's a wild yeah, transformation. It's, it's like it's a story. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a. It builds. Yeah. Camp yeah. said it best. It brings out emotion. It does. Drywall better be careful. I'll run through a door. <laughs> 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 All right. So where are you going to take me now? Uh, we're going to go to their second album, Second Helping. Okay. Uh, and by the way, their first album was, uh, 1973, not 71. Okay. I mis- was misspoken on that one. But this is 74, uh, Second Helping, Swamp Music. Ooh. I freaking love this song. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. What is the name of the song? Swamp music. Swamp music. Right. This song's one of the reasons I got a hound dog. Not kidding. Stop. Yep. You're absolutely right. That's pure blues. There's the, the one into the two, three, and then bring it into the four. That's it. That's exactly right. It is just this the whole time. And you know, this is this is the song, and it says something about Sunhouse. Sunhouse, who's an old blues guy, and I don't know a whole lot of his stuff, but I looked him up because of the songs. Yeah, like, the Hound Dog sounds like old Sunhouse Come singing on. the blues. Right, so he's singing his Beagle sounds like no, really. The Beagle singing the blues too. Are we going to get a little lead here? How do they get that keyboard to sound like yeah. a Beagle 2 is pretty good? There you go. 
this song for the rest of this. Hold on. All right, I totally agree with you. That is pure blues. That is in the one, four, five progression. That is in the blues scale. That is, it is exactly the blues patterning. The one and the two, the repeating, and the three into the four. It's, a, it's literally a blues song. I will give you that. That is absolutely and it's right. perfect. <laughs> and you know what it is? It is pure Florida. This song, you can tell they wrote it in Florida. I love and they it. actually, this is. I'd hate to interrupt this song, but they actually had a, I believe it's called the Hell House in North Florida, and I forget what river it was on, and I might be butchering that name, but it, they had a house in North Florida where they wrote a lot of their songs, no AC, oh, no geez. wind, like like a real yeah. trap a proper house. Real hell house. A, yeah. a proper exactly. trap house. Yeah, got it. Oh, I my mean, gosh. in the swamps, and that's why they wrote a lot of their stuff, and you can feel you, the, Yeah, it, it, it comes through. It, it comes through, <laughs> you know? for sure. this because you know Skinner so well all right let me let me ask you this question taking away all of the major hits all the stuff that you, that we know as Skinner songs right all the popular stuff is most of the stuff that we don't know or that most people don't hear like this my next what? song my next song is even That's more bluesy sh- than this really yeah. my next song is even more bluesy than this but but a lot of their stuff is a mix I mean I would say a lot of their stuff is like you got Gypsy Roll, you got like Whiskey Rock and Roll that are kind of like both. They're kind of like bluesy, but also very. This would be on their bluesier side. Okay. My next song is kind of on their blue, definitely on their bluesier side. Okay. And then that smell is on the more rock side. Right. But their middle is just Leonard Skinner. It's both. Okay. And it's both okay. in a weird way. It's not like Freebird where it's both at different times. Right. It's both at the same time. Okay. And they're playing that kind of jam band, like kind of fast, but at the same time, it's blues. But that electric car's, guitar is going crazy. All right. Okay. So, All right. So where are you going to take me now? This next one, honestly, probably one of my favorite album names of all time. Which is what? Nothing Fancy. <laughs> Spelled, Spelled N-U-T-H-I-N. Apostrophe. <laughs> fancy. That is so them. And it's it perfect. is beautiful. I mean, they great songs. Saturday Night Special, Railroad Song. They were uh, made in the shade, whiskey rock and roller. Sure. But the one I want to show you. Okay. Well, also on the hunt is one of the best songs of all time. We might get to that. All but right. Right. Is that, that is truly one of. That's probably. That's gonna replace Swami's my third my song. Favorite. That's probably my second favorite. I think that's gonna song. replace my third song because it is also very much really? a rock song. Oh, it's, it's a, a good one. Song. Okay, I don't know. But that while we're on the blues kick. All right. And the name of this one is Cheating Woman. Cheating Woman. 1974. Oh, it's already bluesy. All right. Okay. Absolutely. A cheating woman to make you
really good. That is really slow blues for sure. A hundred percent. Without a doubt, my favorite bass line of all time. Wait, 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 now I gotta listen to it even more. such a great job incorporating that into the band it's such a subtle but like important piece that's nah, well done that is really well done that one is yeah. one of my all right. time well favorite done. songs it's in the blues minor scale it is a minor blues song that is a it is quintessential a minor blues. beautiful song. it is awesome all right you got me there that one i'm gonna add to my playlist that's absolutely fantastic all right well on the same album cheating woman Cheating woman, also with again, an apostrophe. Again with an apostrophe. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Cheating woman off of the nothing no, fancy. nothing fancy album. All right, I love, I love that name because you know, that's that's they just did their thing. Yeah, that's like, it. Yeah. What do you want to call? What do you want to call it? Nothing fancy. Nothing <laughs> fancy. Nothing fancy. Or no. Or what do you want for this show? Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Just give us a stage. <laughs> just give us a stage. We're gonna sell it out. Wow. All right. Well done. Well picked. Well good. So, so how many studio albums? Did they have? So before the plane crash in 1977, right? They had pronounced Leonard Skinner, Second Helping, Nothing yeah. Fancy, right. Give Me Back My Bullets, and Street Survivors. So five. So five of the with the original members. With Ronnie, well, some of the original members still tour. Like I think Gary Rosington okay. still okay. does. In and the I original think, formation, I, I might be just saying that, but their front man died in the plane. Their front yeah, man, right, their right, front right. man, one of the main guitarists, Steve Gain, and his sister, one of the the iconic backup singer, Cassie Gain, or Cassie Gaines, right. also uh, died in that plane crash. Oh wow! And uh, just kind of a weird, kind of sad side note: the Street Survivors album, which was released the same year that they died, originally had flames on the no. them standing in front of a bunch of flames. Oh, that's weird. And so they, when they sold it, they actually changed the album cover. But on Apple Music and stuff, you can still see. Oh, like come on, no way! On it. Wow. So that's just kind of a weird side fact, but that's a cool. it's a great album. And that's what that smells off of. So that's kind of their Got later it. stuff. Like you could tell that if that hadn't happened and the band had maintained its trajectory, they would have loved the eighties. <laughs> so. That's a good way to say it. <laughs> All right, well, I'll go ahead and play. Uh, on the hunt, because I think that's just is is this one of your favorite songs? This is one of my favorite songs. Yes, for it's me. also it's and also is Cam on nothing is your fancy. favorite song. No, I mean it's definitely up there. Up there, it is probably it's, number two. It's got I one of the most swamp music. I don't know why. It's just such a great little. It tune. is. It's so well, catchy. You guys are Florida boys. It just so makes you want to Florida boys. It makes you want to run around barefoot in mud it does. and tackle, okay, and tackle like things. This I want <laughs> and tackle things violently. <laughs> We were tooling around with gators literally before we literally. got in here. So, literally, yeah. yeah, in the pond. Okay, all right, let me hear it. Go ahead. All right. The riff's incredible. Beautiful. So is the bass. Off of which album? Nothing fancy. Oh, no, that's my album. 
That, that little riff is awesome. The bass is unbelievable. Yeah, it's too. really good. Always tight. Great dive bar music. Oh, it is dive. Holy smokes. If I had a time machine. Right? Wow. If you go out drinking to bars, like, playing darts, that's what you want to hear. This is smoky pool music. Smoky pool room music. Yeah, well said. That's good. All right. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. You got me. You got me. I would say too. this. This probably is my. F- it's so hard, but this might be my favorite album by theirs. That's really good. Because it's mean, nothing it, fancy, really, when you think of, about it. A lot of good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. That's a good one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask Cam a question. So, why Skinnered for you? Why Skinnered for me? Yeah. Um, is it a vibe you picked up on from your brother? No. Oh. If anything, Jack got it probably from me. I mean, I well, probably got encouraged. I mean, riding to school yeah. with him. Yeah, I mean, I I used to play, you know, I'm, what, five years older, and so I drove to school, and we would listen to this stuff on the way to and from school all the time. And and I would you're say you're not the first person to tell me that story of the younger brother being influenced by the car ride to school and the older brother being, like, the well, person in, tr- in control of the music. Well, every single day you drive to school. Yeah. And you don't get a choice. You, you don't, don't get a choice. You're younger. You just deal with it. Yeah. I mean, he could play. He so could we play have extremely similar. Taylor Swift. Yeah. And yeah. You have to. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that, that we have the most similar music tastes of anyone that I know. Like, really? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's virtually identical. Probably. But oh, now that we're older, I do show him stuff. and He, he does. Still, he's he's yeah, got me into a little bit of like... You know, like a lot of punk and metal from back in the... I can supply. Back in the day. He, he got me into Motorhead, which was pretty funny. Wow. I still love Motorhead Metallica. So you started the Skinner favorites. thing he ran with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I, I, think the, I you would know, still give credit to the parents. Yeah. And it's the vibe. I mean, it's definitely the vibe. Like you said, I mean, yeah. we're, we're Florida kids. But we did your dad listen around. to that? those deep tracks, though? He'd, no. know, he'd know him though. Oh, he I mean, does. He yeah, does yeah, know yeah, him. Yeah, for sure. Oh, if we played him, he'd know him. But he's not pumping him in the car. Listen, he's gotten to the to the age where he's at retirement music. He listens to a lot of Kenny Chesney, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> so. Okay, a little softer. All yeah, right, that's but, fair. Uh, All right, so let me let fair. me push you one on one more thing. If you were to give me one of your songs from Skinner, what's the song you would? Not one that I already picked. Not one that that Jack picked. You're putting him not on the spot. Not one that Jack. Yeah. You are putting me on the spot. It would be from Second Helping, which is my favorite Leonard Skinner album. Okay. And Need on the Spoon. N- that's a great one too. Right, Swamp music's one? great, but I oh man, it would it would maybe be I Need You. I freaking love that. All right, that well song. that's another one. That's We're playing. All right, let's play that. Let's ride out to that one then. This is a good ride out song. Okay. All right. This and is let's a say great song. I agree with your blues assessment. The sound is so compressed. It. Everything is so compressed down in this album. The entire album sounds like this. They mix it different than any of their other albums. Really? It's incredible. Yes. It's beautiful. All right, well, let me let me hear it. Name of the song is I need you. Yeah, One need second, help him. All right, we'll let this ride out, and we will say thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.
Well done, by the way, on the blue stuff. I'm totally with you. 